welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast for it. Hello everyone and welcome to a brand new episode of Tornado Tag Radio here on NOTLG.com. Episode 1, oh no, that's not right, episode 215, my god. Uh, we're going to talk about AEW Dynamite and we're going to talk about a classic match featuring, well, I guess it's really not a classic match, but it's from this year, Jake Atlas taking on Shane Strickland from APW. Um, but before, and we got some news and we got some questions, but before we get into all of that, my name is John and I would like to welcome in the Montez Ford to my Angelo Dawkins, Marianne. I How know have we not done that one? We probably have, but I'm also congratulations for sacrificing yourself and making yourself Angelo Dawkins. Remember when you hated Angelo Dawkins? Well, here's the thing, Marianne. Um, I got lunch today in on Hollywood Boulevard with uh, my good friend Ernesto. We just saw The Joker. It was a very good movie. Um, yeah, it was It was very Ernesto well. is also the best. Yes. And we went. He's like, do you want to get food? And I was like, sure. So we went to this place that's right near uh, the World of Wonder Studios. Um, and we were in there. And we sat down. The woman said, we're not serving alcohol right now because we don't have our license yet. It was like a soft open for this place. We were like, whatever. And who should walk in? No way! <laughs> but Angelo Dawkins and Montez Ford, the Street Profits. No way! I 100% guarantee it. I didn't say anything to them because, you know, they're just walking around. They're trying to do their thing. Um, but, yeah, they were in there with us briefly. Uh, they went to the bar, and the woman said, we don't have our license yet. And he, they were like, all right. And they just got up and went next door. Um, Montez Ford's shoe game was fucking on point. Um, and yeah, it was, it was very strange, but also super cool. So that is why. That is awesome. That is... I told my sister about your, um, Adam Jones from tool story. Oh yes. And she was like, I fucking hate everything. <laughs> that was... And then we talked about tool for like, I made her listen to that podcast that deconstructs stuff. Oh, yeah. And they have Tool Schism on there. And she listened to it while she was making dinner. And she was just live texting me all of her thoughts. And it was just like basically in all caps. Amazing. Yeah. She loves Tool. Um, So now that that story's out of the way, Marianne, how are you? I'm I'm good. Um, Work is I've we went live for our um, new phone systems. So all of the phone calls are getting screened in the Danville office. So I have not answered a phone call all week. Oh, wow. It's not my job anymore. Oh, interesting. Which is excellent. Now what? So excellent. Although I do have a, like, we got new phones and my little ringtone is so cute. And so I'm sad. <laughs> but I get calls like inner office, but we don't get like calls from homeowners and of course we're getting people that come in and they're like your new phone system sucks i'm like yeah because you want to call and immediately start yelling at someone but you can't do it because there's an answering service (laughs) and then they also said this new thing they sent out an email and all of us were like haha we're not following this um (laughs) <laughs> it was an email rule for um, a rule enforcement for a fragrance-free environment. Mm-hmm. So nobody's allowed to wear perfume at work. Oh, wow. Or have anything scented, scented hairspray, like anything. And I, I, I like read the email and I got up and I went over to my coworker's desk and she has like an air 
thing that puts sense out and she were her and i just stared at it and she went yeah no we're not doing this <laughs> like <laughs> and then my manager has these sprays that she was like it promotes productivity and she'll go around the office and spray scented stuff and they're telling us we can't have scented stuff oh i was God. like fuck no are we listening to this goodness <laughs> and then they said we had like a like a training meeting like i did and two of my coworkers. And they said the new rules are that we can't accept things from vendors. So, like, if vendors come in with gifts and stuff, we can't accept them. Interesting. But, because they don't want it to be seen as a bribe. Yeah. And I think we all secretly agreed. There's two vendors. No, three vendors in particular that are... Because they were like, also, vendors are not allowed past the front desk. And we were like, okay, first of all, there's three vendors that have been coming here for, like, 20 years. They're allowed past the front desk. (laughs) Right. And we all like secretly were like, no, it's fine. Tim Nichols, one of the vendors, he practically lives here. There is a dirty handprint on one of the walls for where he always leans against it to talk to people. Strange. He's he's allowed to do whatever he wants. Israel, my my hunky crush, he's allowed to do whatever he wants, mostly because he just brings us Starbucks. He'll <laughs> nice. call or he'll like he'll call or text and be like, Do you guys want Starbucks? I can carry four and then he'll bring over Starbucks just for the hell of it. Nice. And I was like, yo, he's allowed to do whatever he wants. And I told him, he was like, yeah, that's stupid. I'm just going to keep doing whatever I want. And I'm like, good. Because <laughs> like, we're going to keep taking those things. Because they're like, yeah, if vendors want to like raffle out like tickets for something or or like have like barbecues sponsored and stuff, um, only managers are allowed to accept. Nobody else is. So I was like, so if they want to give out Sharks tickets and, and be like, like raffle it to our office in Morgan Hill, we're not allowed to join in, apparently. Very weird. And I was like uh that's fucked up yeah that's really weird because we used to have vendors that have like season tickets for things and they'll be like oh we can't make it does anyone in your office want them and they're not allowed to do that anymore huh but i I still think they will they'll find their own ways of doing it Mm -hmm. but still it's ridiculous and i don't think we're going to follow that rule either because literally the day after they told us about that rule my manager sent an email out about niners tickets that a a vendor had said and i was like hmm interesting and then, like, my coworker responded, and then she didn't get a response back from the manager. And I'm like, I bet it's because Nicole forwarded it, and then she got caught. <laughs> Probably. Trying to raffle it, which is bullshit. But anyways, that's how my week went. I also did overtime. But yeah, I talked a lot. How was your week? Uh, my week was, was pretty good. Um, we... What about your internet situation? Internet's fine, um, clearly, because we are recording this podcast. Yeah. But I know you had a situation going on. Uh, yeah, it's a whole long thing that I just kind of just don't want to talk about anymore. I know it's totally fine. <laughs> I'm just I'm just letting the listeners know that John had a, had an internet situation that Lauren was very upset about. Yeah, Lauren took care of everything um, here. We are we are I guess in angry white woman fashion. Fully moved in to our new uh, our new manor, humble abode, Pincroft Manor. Um, yeah, we're, I mean, this room is. If there is an echo, I apologize, but I don't. I don't think there is. It's not full of pop figurines yet to suck N- up all of the audio. No, not yet. We're um, we're still looking to furnish our second room, which is the room I'm in now. It will be our uh, work area. Um, but yeah, it's um, it's been a long, it's been a long week. That's for sure. Um, wasn't really sure if we would be recording because we didn't really know what we were gonna do about the internet, um, mainly because the company that we were uh, kind of fucked over by um, is the only company in the area that has, like, really good internet. Everything else is 
terrible. It's like five megs down, which is, I might as well not have internet. Um, but uh, we, cooler heads prevailed, and we went back to them and said, look, you guys fucked us over. Uh, please fix this. And also, we're not paying for the install. And they said, all right, cool. Um, so, yeah, uh, internet is installed. We figured out how the air conditioner works. Oh, that's the most important thing. Absolutely. Um, I have finally, all of my clothes are out of boxes finally, and they are hung, not underneath. Do you um, have a hat shelf? <laughs> I do. I'll take a picture of it and send it to you. It's not going to be a hat shelf, but it um, just for now, because I'm trying to break down all the boxes and get rid of them. And then it, we'll have an RIP hat shelf moment? Yes, basically. Okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, it's been a long week. We're moved in. Um, I'm going to Ikea tomorrow. I'm pretty excited about it. Oh, God. Yes, we all know about... You're going to get Swedish meatballs? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) We all know about my my trips to Ikea whenever I move. So, um, unfortunately, I don't have a big enough car um, to get... I was just going to go get a... um, What is it called? It's a couch, but it's not a futon. They have a different fancy name for it. What is it called? A fold-out? No, sleeping, That's not a, fancy a sleeping. Name. I don't know. Do I sound fancy to you? I don't know. Sleeping. It's, it's, is it a sleeping couch? They have whatever. A sleeping sofa. There it is. I knew it had two S's in it. Um, yeah, there was a sweet uh, sleeping sofa over there that was not that badly priced, but it's too big and won't fit in my car. So it's kind of lame. But yeah, we're this furnishing. This is where you need friends with trucks. I know, and I don't have any down here. Um, we are we're slowly furnishing um and yeah hopefully hopefully soon we will sooner than later we will have this fully set up and feeling like home but it's it's pretty cool so far i'm digging it that's good uh, apparently you saw jack i did see jack and um quite possibly after we uh finish this podcast i'm going to um record an episode of um captain jack's um armbar emporium Dude, excellent shit. Yeah, I'm. Uh, we, I, th- I think we're gonna do. Have it you up. not been on it before? I've never been on the show. No. Oh yeah, I have though. I think I'm gonna be yeah. on, on episode 99. Is what it looks Good like. Shit. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited. Should be fun. Should I'll be sure to listen to that one. Put me over real hard because I put you over real hard. You did, and I believe it. We are going to be talking about Bola. So excellent yeah um i i gotta check in with him i told him we were recording and then i would check in with him afterwards so we will see marianne we will see if i if well, we'll on. plug jack's podcast after this yes absolutely so let's get into some news really quick um brock lesnar beat kofi kingston for the wwe championship in like four fucking seconds <sighs> um fuck everything pretty shitty um i get it also i mean I'm I'm interested to see what they do now with New Day and more importantly with with Kofi. I thought he had a pretty decent run, um, especially getting to winning the championship. He has that WrestleMania moment for uh, the rest of his life and the re- until the sun burns out for the rest of us. Uh, very cool for him, but I kind of wish there was some more meat on the bone for his championship run, as they say. Yeah, but um. Yeah, Brock Lesnar's on SmackDown now, I guess. I don't and know. And who is it that showed up? Kane Velasquez? Kane Velasquez showed up. Uh, Sans, who is in San Jose right now? Of course he is. Sans Luchador mask. Uh, and he uh, beat up Brock and Brock ran away. Apparently that is going to be the main event for the um, Saudi Arabia show. 
Um, that none of us will watch. None of us will watch, but I'm like, fuck, I kind of want to just, I want to see what, what that match is. I won't watch it live. Maybe I'll just watch a bootleg version. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I'm not giving my money to those people. I mean, we no. are, I already do give my money to WWE because of the network. Uh, but I mean, I won't give them a view for that, I guess. I don't know how it works, whatever. Um, but it, talking about SmackDown, um, the new set I think looks really cool. And raw has like this weird, looks like a half pipe set. Did you see it? No, it's, it's very, it's, it looks cool. And pyros are back. So they're really trying to do their all on their, their two shows, but it is, um, pretty much confirmed. Is that for AEW's sake? You think? I mean, yeah, I mean, probably, but, um, it is also confirmed for sure that SmackDown is the a show. Like, no way, no how. It's it's been a long time coming. Maybe it won't look the same as it did before, but um, I mean, it was once our, our the, the A show in our hearts, and now it is the A show um, in general. Um, another thing that I saw, I think I texted you because I read something earlier in the week that Two Hundred Five Live was moving to Fridays after smackdown which is which is basically where it was before yeah after smackdown but yeah but it would also be on friday so that pretty much would have screwed up our new recording schedule which might yeah every every time we thought of a new recording schedule they put a fucking wrench in things and then we were like god damn it yes and then another wrench in the plan which i don't have a note for here is oh no i do have a note for it it was the other thing i didn't have a note for uh 205 live is apparently a repeat next week so that's very interesting or I don't actually I don't know if it's a repeat or if it's actually just not airing at all. So that's an interesting note for us as well. And also um, on NXT this week, which we will I mean, I will briefly mention we'll talk about it. I know you didn't watch it, but we will talk about it a little bit. Um they said that next week we would have a cruiserweight championship match, and it didn't say uh, WWE cruiserweight championship match. It said NXT cruiserweight championship. God match. damn! So yeah, you told me that, and I went, "Well, fuck." Yeah, that's that's another rumor that's going around. So I'm not really sure what's happening. Um, they're really trying to bring the thunder with NXT. Um, if they combine the roster of 205 with NXT. It makes Biffykin's job a lot easier. Uh, he, yes, it does. So he's not traveling between two to three shows. I think he's in... Is he in Germany right now? Yes. Yeah, they're over in... Germany. They're over in Germany. Um, and uh, yeah, so w- we will keep you updated on that. I think our new recording schedule, even though it's Saturday right now, um, and I'm probably actually not going to release this till monday just because oh my god i don't know i haven't decided yet we'll see how lazy i am but um yeah so we're not really sure if that's going to affect us because the i think the plan for the time being is aw in a classic match right and aw we'll get to that yeah we're going to talk about that in a moment here do not worry but um other breaking news this morning an email went out um saying that november 2nd and 3rd uh, the May Young Classic Part Three is going to be recorded at Full Sail. Um, I am. I was thinking about this as I was driving around today, and I said, "I just hope to God that that Nixon just skips it." Like <laughs> she got hurt in the first one, she got hurt in the second one, and I'm just like, Ugh. "But you know, she's probably going to be in it." 
And she's probably going to win it. Or um, or Kylie Ray is going to randomly sign with uh, WWE and be in the tournament. And that would, that would be, be insane. That would be very interesting. I'm ve- I'm interested to see the field. They just announced it today. Well, they would t- totally take away from her thing because she's basically Bailey but better. True, very true. So I don't I don't really know that that was more of a like haha yeah maybe but I don't know. So that's interesting. Maybe we'll um I know last year we were going to cover May on Classic and then that didn't happen. So um, I don't think it happened the first year either. No, we it thought didn't. about it. I think one episode, one or two episodes happened and then that was the end of it. Um but we'll see. We'll see this year. I mean, we're not it it kind of sounds like we're just doing AEW in a classic match. So maybe it'll be AEW in a May Young classic match. Get it? It's just um, classics. Yikes. So uh that that's all that news right now. So let's talk about AEW Dynamite, the debut. Um, I don't have any notes, so this is gonna go on the fly. And I'll tell you why I don't have any notes. I actually went to um, Gorilla Mall, which is down here in Alhambra. It is a metal slash wrestling burger um, joint. So clearly, um, when I was a child, my dream board worked. Um, so it's very cool place. Um, Lapel Yao was there. So um, the aforementioned Captain Jack was there. So I hung out with him for a little bit. Um, so he's I- such a cool dude. Oh yeah, I love Jack. He's he's the best. And it was just really cool. It was super packed. I had a seat at the bar, um, ate some food, watched some wrestling. I kind of left halfway through just because I was like, I need to go. I had to go pick up uh, Lauren in downtown. So I left and then watched the rest that night. Man, this week has been a blur, Marianne. I have no idea what's what's happening. <laughs> um, but... <laughs> Yeah, um, let's let's talk about this show the best we can. I don't like. I think the first thing we need to talk about the open, um, like the opening uh, song with the opening credits with um, and distinct lack of Dustin Gregg action. Yeah, you think they would hold hands in that that awesome explosion uh, graphic would happen behind them? That or needs hug, to be added or hug, just hug and it explodes. Oh. So. Uh, as you can tell, I actually I really like the graphic design and the video itself. The song is kind of eh. I was more paying attention to the graphic design, like production of it, than I was to the song. So yeah, I mean, I was just more excited for the actual like product itself. So the song didn't really like irk me much. Yes. So I'll pay attention next time. Yeah. Um. I like. I really enjoyed that. I will say, like, I think we talked about this, and you actually have a note about this too so we'll just talk about this at the top this is just a general note the production of this show was 100 percent better than it was at all out like it was night and day um yeah it there, was very good i had like it wasn't nearly as bad as we thought like it was good less fan reactions really cool camera angles like yes. that sweeping above the ring camera angle they did at one point yeah it was so cool. Yeah, I really, really thoroughly enjoyed the production of this. I don't think it really, it didn't have anything glaring like it did at All Out. Um, so I was, that was my, for me, that was my main concern. Just going into the show, I was like, I really hope they clean it up. And they did. So, um, you know, fine with it. Um, I loved the burst, like the 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 rainbow colors yes. and stuff. I thought that just the overall presentation of everything was really awesome. 
I think it looks different. It's it's eye catching. I think it'll catch on really well. It's oh absolutely. My, I know my trainer at the gym is gonna watch it for sure. Yeah, and like updating every. My mom watched it with me and actually thoroughly enjoyed it. Oh great! Like she may watch it with me every week. That's good. I love that. That's amazing. especially next week because I'm pretty sure that's a Dustin Gregg week. I believe it is. You just made the list. Oh, and Chris Jericho making the list is relevant again because he's on our weekly television. It's good stuff. Dude, so Chris Jericho. We open the show with the pyro, and then we go over to the booth, and we have the three-man booth of Jim Ross, Tony Schiavone, and Excalibur. And My mom had to ask me who Excalibur was. I was like, Mom, the one in the mask. <laughs> and I was like, Mom, you know what the best part is? Nobody knows what he looks like in real life. Yeah, um, And she was like... Are you serious? I was like, no, I'm 100% serious. None of us. And we've seen him for years. None of us know what he looks like. Hunk Tears, LB, she's seen him without his mask on. Oh, wow. I forgot to ask her about it. My God. And the way I described Excalibur to my mom, I was like, mom, Excalibur is like the guy that if moms meet him or like, you need to marry that man. (laughs) Because he's just like so funny and smart. Have you tweeted that at him? No, I probably should. But there there was just moments where he just said jokes and I was just like, God damn. Like he would, he would make an analogy, and my mom would go, <laughs> and then she would laugh at it. And I'm like, good, my mom's getting Excalibur's jokes. This is excellent. So the three man booth, I, you know, I think I don't. I'm kind of just like in the middle with Jim Ross. Sometimes I like what he says. Sometimes I flat out don't like it. Um, and he and him holding the papers in front of him. I mean, it's fine. I'm. I don't really care about that. You know, I, the camera angle at that part is a little bit weird. But I think the reason why they have to do that is the height differences. Yeah. Um, so Excalibur is always great, and the return of Tony Schiavone for some reason I don't know why made me kind of emotional. <laughs> Because he looks great. He looks great. I've always loved Tony Schiavone. Uh, as everyone knows, I'm a huge WCW mark. I just, it was just very good to hear him um, on a national broadcast. Um, and he has not lost a step. And I think he, he did a great job. He looked excellent. Yeah, they all did a great job. And the, the more I think about it, like they're trying to present this to us as a sport. We have the you know the win lose and draw columns for everyone. We get it more of a it's more presented as a sport. So that's why we don't see someone who is on this broadcast who is like the heel broadcaster. And I actually really enjoy that because it gives it more of a more of a sport feel. And I think more that, of a sport feel. And I think like it's an equal like an equal respect. Yes. Thing. Yes. There was one point when. Uh, JR and Tony started talking about the old days and Excalibur's like, uh, let's talk about this match. It was very funny. Like he didn't say let's talk about this match, but he He would have though. He geared it back to where um where they were talking about uh Sammy Guevara and Cody Rhodes, which was our first match. Um we get the whole video package, which is great. Um, but they only did the video package for that match. It, I think it was really the only one. Well, that's not true. There, they could, you know, they could have done a full-on video package for Pac versus Hangman Page, which we will. I mean, we will. We'll it get... would have just been crickets for Hangman Page. Well, I want the best friends package, and then my biggest fear is that new people watching this are going to fall in love with Dustin, and I will have to go. No, I liked him first. That's he hated. He hated me first, Marianne. That's not. 
That's not how we introduce new wrestling fans to to our to our. I'm a Chuck Taylor hipster. Well, I mean, you, people people love the thing we love, and we gotta we gotta let them in. Don't be don't be one of those people. A gatekeeper. Don't be a gatekeeper. I didn't want to say it, but you said it. <laughs> so we opened the show. Cody Rhodes, or Cody, as we're saying, um, is the first one out. Cody, he's hyping up the crowd. Um, it's good stuff. Guevara He's wearing comes a belt out. on top of his belt. Love it. Belts so, like, belts. during the match, it kept riding up his stomach. And I was like, what is he doing? Why is he wearing that? I don't know. I have no idea. Um, I will say this was a fantastic opening match. Yes. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's great to see Sammy Guevara uh, on a on a bigger platform. Um, Be, being a little shit on a bigger platform. Yes. And also, I mean, just this is the first match. So that just shows how much confidence they have in Guevara, um, who is a natural, as you said, a natural asshole. Um, but he, he is just every time I look at him, I think of Cristiano Ronaldo and I hate him even more. He is so talented and I'm glad that they picked him up. And I mean, we'll talk about him a little later on, but this match was was great. It opened the show really well. We had um, we had girl Hepner in there roughing the first match as well. So just, you know, all around good stuff. Um, I like how they adopted the split screen commercial break thing. too. Yes. I know SmackDown has been doing that for a little while and I thoroughly enjoy it. Um, so Cody, Cody gets the win via an inside cradle. So he didn't win with a finisher, which is, which is great. Um, and, Post-match. And I think that's exactly what I said. I was like, you don't, f-, and I was like, you don't finish unless it's this. Yeah. I was like, a roll up or a finisher. And that's how you can tell whether or not they're going to win. Yes. <laughs> like, um, I had to explain it to my mom. And then I also was like, mom, does Sammy Guevara not look like a total brat? <laughs> and then I started listing all of my brat names for him. My father will hear about this. My name is Sammy Guevara. Oh, yes. <laughs> so, so Cody gets the win, and Tony Schiavone is in the ring with a microphone, and he's going to interview Cody. And I went, this is great. This is exact. I mean, a lot of people go, oh, this is just WCW. But they're adopting all the good stuff from WCW. An in-ring interview after a match, that's good stuff, especially when Tony Schiavone's doing it. I love it. He gets in the ring, but Guevara, um, eh, he doesn't attack Cody. He kind of pushes him aside. He and He distracted sh- him. Yes, and they shake hands. And then who should come out but the AEW champion, Chris Jericho. He attacks Sammy Guevara from behind. And then they go to commercial, and they do the split screen like you were talking about before, which is great. And I think it's equally as funny because if you're watching the split screen and you're watching what's happening in the arena... It was literally just Chris Jericho beating the shit out of Cody for the entire commercial break. I did get really distracted, though, because during that split screen, like, commercial break, um, there was a commercial for bubbly water. Yes, which... um, And I thought that was hilarious. That was so funny. The timing on that. I was like, I really hope that everyone got that commercial, because that was so good. (laughs) The timing on that was... um, Bubbly. Was absolutely amazing. Um, it's just so, so, so funny. Um, so Cody is taken to the back. Um, Jericho shoves Tony Schiavone, takes the microphone, says, I am Chris Jericho. I am the champion of AEW. You're welcome. 
And some other Chris Jericho And some other things. stuff. Um, the next match we have is MJF taking on Brandon Cutler. And this match... I put over MJF so hard to my mom. Uh, yes, his, his promo was... Uh, fantastic his jokes are always on fire they're delivered really well and really naturally just that you look like you got lost trying to find your seat behind the guardrail (laughs) it was so accurate (laughs) yes it was um it was good stuff um this match i mean it was very quick um and it also uh the finish was a little strange to me just a little bit but I think it got the point across, um, which was uh, MJF uh, is an asshole. He's also very talented. Same with Brandon Cutler. But MJF's going to uh, cheat to win. And that's it. I mean, I think that's a nice little intro for people who haven't seen uh, MJF or Brandon Cutler before. Uh, what I say don't you? Think I, I, it's impossible for me to picture MJF as anything but an absolute asshole heel. Yeah. Like, he would not have a character otherwise. Yeah. Like, I don't know. My mom really liked Cutler's gear. I was like, "Mm, I don't know. I I like the fabric, but I don't like the design. So it is a... It's a... Toot on my mom's half. Oh, okay. Toot. Uh, Brandon Cutler's gear is gold and blue. Um, I I liked it. I don't know if I... I like the fabric. Yeah. But not necessarily the execution and, like, the the design itself right but the fabric was interesting All so i right. give it a moot so a middle i can't i don't have a sound for a middle me so. that'll be the sound um i actually didn't watch the there was an um an interaction between angelico and jack evans with uh kevin smith and jason muse at ringside i just started shrieking because i love angelico um it, it was i saw some gifs of it and it looked pretty funny um private party comes to check on uh Kevin Smith and Jason Muse, and they, you know, they tell... Kevin Smith's facial expressions, even when he's being Kevin Smith and not Silent Bob. Oh, so He still does Silent Bob facial expressions as Kevin Smith. Absolutely. So funny. But Angelico came out, and I was like, yeah, Mom. I was like, he's way too pretty to be wearing that much clothes. I was like, he always looks like a BMX biker. Mm. Like, all at all times. I love Angelico. Um, There was another segment uh, with SCU outside of the White House. Um, they God introduce themselves, then they are on the stage with, uh, Tony Schiavone. Um, it's announced that Christopher Daniels and Frankie Kazarian will be in the tag team tournament. And then every- and I think, are they going as best friends first? I think so. Um, it's fucking annoying. And, uh, then Lucha Brothers come on out and they do their shtick. And then there's do some a- Lucha, good Lucha things. There's a pull apart. Um, and that's pretty much the end of that. Um, I was surprised that Pentagon didn't say his usual phrase, right? Oh, yeah. Which is not TV friendly, but still. <laughs> yes, no, it is not. Uh, well, they um, Jr. said shit at the ed- end of this broadcast. Oh yeah, did you see Chuck Taylor's tweet about that? Yeah, it was great. And did you see? I can't wait to say shit on live TV. Did you see Cody's response? No. He just said no. <laughs> <laughs> And then I believe Dustin re- replied, well, shit. Who said that? Dustin. <laughs> um, so we finally get Hangman Page taking on Pac um, in an AEW ring. I think I like this match a lot more than the one they had um, before the cancellation. They had it overseas. Um, these two beat the shit out of each other. 
uh it was adam page came out and i went i don't care it's um it's really weird how he is just clearly not the guy (laughs) he came out and was like high-fiving and like punching people affectionately in the arms and none of these people wanted it yeah he was like here little kid let me tap you on your arm with my fist And this kid was like i don't care about you and your stupid chaps yeah it was just bad all bad it's really weird like he was with people named adam Ooh, maybe I, you know, I actually know Adam Thornstow is not boring. Very true. I liked Adam Page for for a good long while, but it's just not working. Like the fans just don't really seem to give a it shit. It would work if he came out came out to um, hang him high by uh, <laughs> My Chemical Romance. Oh my god, he should do that. That'd be great. <laughs> um, that would make a great entrance song. What the hell? Yeah, uh, this match was fantastic. I really, really enjoyed it, and. Uh, even made better by the fact that Pac wins again. Um, Pac he is was now... looking a lot less like an upside-down Nacho Dorito. Oh, he was doing the crazy shit. He got him in the brutalizer submission. Page is done. Um, this match was crazy. I suggest everybody go watch it. It was a lot of fun. Um, but... I laughed at the Black Arrow. Oh, yeah, the Black Arrow. That's what it's called now, not the red My arrow. mom was like, why do they name wrestling moves like that? And well, I was like, I don't know. Well, it, I like, didn't have an answer for it. But also, she her biggest question, like her biggest gripe, is that she can never tell whether or not selling a move is a work or a shoot. That's the point, I think. No, but she'd be like, are they really hurt? And I'm like, mom, I don't know. And she's like, well, how do you know if they're really hurt? I'm like, you're being too mom right now. Just tell her they throw up the X and that's when they're really hurt. Even if they get injured in a match is what she's saying. Yeah, they throw up, they th- uh, they throw up the X. If it's well, sometimes too- you don't know they got injured until oh, afterwards. Oh, right, right, right. Fair, fair. Fair point, mom. But sometimes. That's a rule of wrestling. Fair point, mom. But that's where they used that sweeping sky angle with the camera, and it looked awesome. Yeah, they were, I mean, like we said at the top, just good stuff all around. Um, so Pac is now 2-0. and He has uh, defeated Kenny Omega and Hangman Page. Um, I feel like... Depending on who he faces next, he might be in line for a title shot coming up here. I mean, those are two big names that he's beaten. And they haven't really said um, how how title shots are going to be earned going forward. But I assume it's by record and strength of schedule. I don't know. Strength of schedule. Uh, Britt Baker came out next and she joined the commentary for our next match, which was Nyla Rose taking on Riho for the AEW Women's World Championship um this my mom and i decided we like Britt baker because she looks real (laughs) fair we were like she was sitting on the commentary table and it showed like an up close of her and i'm like i like her because she looks real yeah she doesn't look like airbrushed no no she does not And that's not an insult or anything she just looks like a real person and is more relatable yeah even though even though do do dentists have mds i thought it was dds i think it just it depends on what um where you are i don't know what what your your um Welcome to Dentist Cast. Yeah, it, I guess it just depends on what your um, specialty is, I guess. Hmm. I honestly really More on know. that later. We'll figure it out. I don't know. <laughs> More on that later. Yeah, or not. I don't. I have no idea. Um, this match was also really good. It was a lot of fun. Um, Nyla Rose looking better with every uh, match I see of her. I uh, truthfully was not too familiar with her before. Um, wrestled that match like she was afraid that everything she did was going to break Rio in half. <laughs> yes. And which is a rational fear. Hilariously enough, Rio wrestled like 
she didn't give a fuck if it was going to hurt or not. And and she looks like she weighs 80 pounds. She has to. There's there's no way. She's so thin. It, like, worried me. Um, but, but this is also the match where I spied Little Orange Cassidy Kid. Oh, yes. Um, Front row, Orange Cassidy Kid. Bless him. Please bless this crowd with your presence at every show, please. Let him be new green shirt guy. <laughs> Yeah. I want new little Orange Cassidy kids to be the new John Cena kids. Absolutely. I'm 100% behind that. Um, this match was was pretty back and forth. Um, uh, Nyla trying to use some chairs on the outside. Uh, that didn't really but work. But I like how she didn't disqualify herself. She used the chairs and then threw her onto the chairs. Yes. Yeah. So she made them part of the scenery. She didn't make them a weapon, which is clever. Absolutely. And also wrestling. Absolutely. So. Very much so. Um, yeah, this was this was a fun match. I, I suggest also checking this match out. Um, Riho is hits the double knees, um, and then another. I believe she hit another one right to uh, Nyla's face, and she gets the uh, she gets the. It would only make sense it had to be on her face because the fact that she's only like eighty pounds. What damage is she going to do with yeah. double knees? Um, so. Rio gets the pinfall and is our very first AEW Women's World Champion. Um, we go to a po- This was a little strange. This I didn't. It was agreed. This I didn't get. Um, Post match, uh, Michael Nakazawa comes out and he's starting to interview Riho. But Rose comes back in and just beats the shit out of Michael Nakazawa. And he oversold the shit out of that power bomb. It oh was God. insane. He was like a fish out of water. And like literally a fish flopping around out of water. Yeah. And then Rose starts to attack uh, Riho some more. And then Kenny Omega runs out um, to stop like her. Like a total weeb. It was very strange. Like Britt Baker was right there. Um, why didn't we have Britt Baker run down? And I know Kenny and Riho are friends, but um, I mean, have have Britt Baker come down. Like, it's just very strange. Or literally anyone else from the women's division. It was just really weird and didn't make a lot of sense to me. That, I think, was the weirdest thing in this show. Like, straight up. Chivalry Omega? I guess. Um, Next up is our main event for this week. Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks taking on Chris Jericho, Santana, and Ortiz. Um, Very excited Santana and Ortiz are getting this opportunity in AEW. Um, they just add to an already stacked AEW roster, tag team roster. Um, this match was fun. I loved when uh, Jericho put Kenny Omega in the walls and the Young Bucks were like, we're going to super kick you in the face. Um, just typical, like very, very obvious Young Bucks behavior. Yeah. My um, mom was like, wow, they're so good. And I was like, I know. I was like, I hate saying that, but I know. And... Um, it, this match was great. It did have a very strange but also fun little thing in the middle where Kenny Omega looks like he's going to do his Terminator dive, but who should slide into the ring behind him but one John Moxley. You just I, made the list! I, dude, all I saw was part of his pant leg in this in the, the camera angle, and yeah. I started screaming because I knew immediately who it was. It was so strange because, um, yeah, it was just strange because he starts beating him up, the camera angle on that was great too, by the way. Where um, just like Omega's like, "What? What's happening behind me?" Um, I liked how they didn't, because um, you see this a lot in the WWE, how they didn't um, pan the camera over 
to show what was happening. They didn't ta- they didn't go away from the match. They let the match keep happening and let the action outside of the ring come to the match. Right. Does that make sense? Yes. They didn't like divert the camera over to it. They left it as more of a surprise. And so there was several times in this where you could hear people getting excited for things. Right. And you couldn't figure out why they were getting so excited, so you had to wait to whatever run in happened, which yeah. I kind of liked. Um well Mox and uh, Omega fight to the back. They are in a VIP area, which I th- I believe. But he also picked up a mop and started cleaning because he's the cleaner. Yes, um, I believe somebody yelled. I don't know. Oh, it was Jr. I don't know. We had a VIP area. I thought that was pretty funny. Um, and Mox uh, hits Omega with the dirty deeds through a glass coffee table. That wasn't a dirty deeds. It it was, but it just didn't look. He as, picked him up. Yeah, he started to do that now. He's done huh. it. He's done it in Japan. He started to pick them up a lot. Mox has done it in Japan in the year 2019. I know, right? Yeah. So he. My God, yeah. what is happening in wrestling? It's been like he'll hit them with the regular one, and then just to make sure, he hits them with the the lifting one. Okay. Um. But yeah, he hits him through the this glass. That was crazy. I was like, oh, that's that's pretty cool. Um, I was like, you had to get blood everywhere again, didn't you? Yes. Um, we go back to the ring, and the Young Bucks are just cleaning house. They're just doing great stuff. They're doing their, their normal shtick. Their gear was really, really visually noisy this week. Oh. Most of the time, I like their gear is like, I'm like, oh, that's funny and weird. I like it. And then this one was just like, what are you trying to like portray? Because oh, usually no. they have like a weird story to go along with all their gear, and this was like weird. Are you bo- Are you booting this then? Yes, it had like, <laughs> it had like weird patches on it where it had like frayed stuff around it, but it was like like I don't know how to describe it. It was just weird. I mean, I feel the gear was trying to kind of sort of match what Omega was wearing, uh, which, but you can never tell if Omega's trying to match with the Young Bucks or the other way around. Ah, very true, very true. So, um, it's t- it's basically two on three now, and obviously the numbers game gets the better of the Young Bucks. Um, we get a code breaker and then the Judas effect for Matt and the uh, worst finisher. I mean, when, when two guys are pushing him into it, it doesn't look that bad. No, I thought that it was still fun. doesn't look as dangerous as they make it seem. So, uh, Chris Jericho, Santana and Ortiz are your winners after the match. Cody, uh, runs out and he's trying to get at Jericho and then, you know, the numbers get. To oh he tried like uh, Santana Ortiz tried to get him but that doesn't work. Uh, Sammy Guevara runs out and low blows Cody, which is very interesting because he went for the handshake earlier, but now he's back out here uh, and now it's it seems like he is helping Santana Ortiz. Uh, Dustin Rhodes comes out uh, and he uh, returns. I was like, to look Lobo. at him, put all his face paint on to just be out for this part. <laughs> I know, right? Well, you always got to be ready, I guess. And after Dustin Rhodes comes into the ring and starts to clear house a little bit, who should come through the crowd but Jake Hager, formerly known as Jack Swagger. Schwagger. um, Schwagger. um, And he is helping um, Sammy. Dressed as a civilian, mind you. Yes, he is definitely business casual Jack Hager tonight for sure. Um, he, he is towering over quite literally everyone. 
And he had the deadest look in his eyes, too. Wasn't I, that something he did in the WWE, too? It was. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. This was good stuff. He starts beating up everybody. He hits a crazy Vader bomb on Cody. Um, he's just clear in house. And um, the... Oh, and they put... Oh, my God. They put Dustin through the timekeeper's table. That was gnarly. Yeah, it was. That was gnarly. Um, and It wasn't the Spanish announcer's table. That's why. Oh, no. That thing... Yeah. That thing did not... Barely broke. Um, and this... Uh, apparently, Tony Khan confirmed this is a new stable in AEW. Uh, the stable of Chris Jericho, Santana, Ortiz, Sammy Guevara, and Jake Hager... Um, they are standing tall over the, over the being the elite squad. I, um, I feel like Sammy Guevara is going to say, my father will hear about this and his father being Chris Jericho. My God. It's probably the daddest of all dad wrestlers. So we're waiting to hear, um, waiting. I want to know what they're going to call this team. Um, truthfully, what I'd love. It's very mismatched. It is. It's a very interesting team, though. Truthfully, what I would. There's also a lot of people in it. (laughs) Well, I mean, there's five. And if you think about it, um, the the elite have the Young Bucks, uh, Cody, Kenny, and then I guess you would include Hangman in that. So five on five there. Um, I just loved how, how Jack Swagger like at the end of it they were all like celebrating stuff but he looked like he didn't know how he ended up there yeah like he's just going with the flow and still felt very confused and out of place even after the fact he was just like standing there like kind of staring into the camera (laughs) but kind of not staring into the camera yeah like he like he did something and he couldn't help it yeah and he was like well now i'm here what do i do with my it was like a strange having an out-of-body experience moment for him it was weird i think for me um i would really like to see this heel uh you group do a parody episode of being the elite i think that would be really funny because you know jericho would own it oh my god i think that would be great um also i want to know what their name is going to be this is interesting right off the bat we have our first um our first stable which is great um and i'm interested to see where it goes marion what did you think of the show as a whole I think the production quality was fantastic. I think that was the biggest thing I was impressed about because I was so ex- excited, obviously, to see everything. I just wanted to see how it was going to play out on TV because mm-hmm. I knew it was going to be great product matches. I just wanted to see how they could put a show together and how it would look on television, and they succeeded. So, um, I agree. I think the show was a great starting point. Uh, it's only up from here, obviously. Because um, best friends. Uh, yes. Um, you just made the list. I'm just very interested to see what week two brings us. And yeah, it was just overall just a great show. Um, starting, you know, kind of starting some new angles, wrapping some stuff up. I enjoyed it. I will say, however, I have yet to watch the main event of NXT from this past week. And with all the praise I just gave AEW, I think NXT was a better show, which is crazy. It was a very good show this week. We had Finn Balor coming back. He is oh, now. Oh, what? Okay. He, I was going to say justified. He is. He Where is, the fuck has he been? Uh, he has been on his honeymoon, and now he is officially. Who did he marry? I don't know. Some. I think she's a broadcaster in uh, Ireland. 
Huh, because he was dating uh, Kathy Kelly for a long time. He was, and then I think... And then he just started dating this new chick and then got married, like, fast? I don't think it was that fast, but yes. And also, um, there was a tweet that Kathy Kelly put out that said, "If in case anyone is wondering, I'm very, very single. <laughs> it was very funny. It was after somebody else got engaged i can't remember but it was very funny um anyway uh yeah um so nxt we had finn balor i I think it was when becky lynch got engaged yes that's when it was thank you um we had finn balor re-debuting uh facing off against adam cole not in a match just you know facing off against him in a in a uh oh a face-off yes um we had what else did we have oh at the end of the night uh, Tommaso Ciampa making his return. So there's a lot of interesting stuff happening in NXT right now. I'm going to keep a close eye on it. I'm not suggesting we watch it every week, but I, I will be. And maybe I'll just give some little thoughts here and there. But it was uh, it was fun. It was a fun show. Let us talk about our classic match of the week, which is not really a classic match, but because it happened this year. And I'm it, so glad we found it, even though we didn't have to look very far. <laughs> no, we didn't really have to look very far. Um, and the only reason we know that this, we knew that this match was on YouTube is because of Jake Atlas. So Jake Atlas, if you're listening, which you probably aren't, thank you for when I said, I still haven't seen this match with you and Strickland from APW that I'm hearing so much about. He said, it's on YouTube. <laughs> And I said, well, I guess I didn't. That's the last place we would have looked. Yeah, absolutely. Um, But we found it and we watched it. Well, I... uh, Being being the fact that it was on YouTube and I guess that's where they post their stuff, it was really nice. Oh, yes. It's very strange because I know uh, being a Bay Area native and someone who had followed APW um, quite religiously... To the fact that I went to go see the uh, APW show in Bakersfield one time. Um, you would do that to yourself? It was fun. I got to drive with a wrestler. It was fun. What? Yeah. Awesome. I don't think he. Uh, I don't think he wrestles anymore. I'll have to look him up because his name is escaping me right now. Anyway, um, yeah. Uh, APW. They've always. They've always done video production. They used to have like a cable access show. They've. This is nothing new to them. Um, but it's I had a- no idea, but I saw it and I was like, wow, this is like, like, this is really well produced yeah, except you- for the commentator, which we'll get to later. <laughs> you know what we should do? Um, I'm going to, I'm going to go on YouTube right now. Let's just pause this, not pause the podcast, but we'll just do some live searching. I'm going to go to, um, all pro wrestling's, uh, YouTube page because I, what I saw was they had a giant back catalog and if i can find a match or the match um is it the one where you started hating tjp no i actually don't know if that would um if that would be on here it was when tjp was known as puma um way TJ. way back yeah way back in the day um oh my goodness Teej. this is going way way back this is when timothy thatcher was like a mainstay in APW, which was just like, I remember like seeing him wrestle like way, 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 way back in the day. And I don't see the match that I would be looking for right now, but I think next week we might watch another APW match just because they're 
they're easier to find. And also, you might see me in the background of, of some of them. The one I'm yeah, looking but can, for... But can we hear you screaming in the background like me? No, there is one. I think we might have watched it before, Marianne. There, is there... the one where you can see you and uh, Kyle standing in the background? Yeah, did we watch that? Yes, we did. Maybe we'll watch it again because I haven't watched it in a while. I just I really want to see um, a J.J. Perez match because it's been a while. The British Messiah Timothy Thatcher was his name. Way back Wait, when. what? Yes, the British Messiah, Timothy Thatcher. Anyway, this That's is gonna this name. this seems like it's gonna take a while for me to to find. Man, I'm I'm going I'm scrolling backwards, man. There's I'm going down memory lane right now. This is nuts. Oh, I miss I miss Jim Morris. I really do. Anyway, let's talk about this match. Or we can find some AEW matches with freaking Simon in them as Ryan Drago in APW. APW, yeah. When was that? Years ago. What was his wrestling name? Ryan Drago. Ryan Drago. I would have to. I would have to see what he looked like back then because I mean I might have seen him wrestle before, like way back when. That would I would have to check that out. Anyway, it doesn't it does not matter right now? Let's talk about this Jake Atlas Shane Strickland match. A uh, lot of hype surrounding this match. A lot Not just of, from me. No, this was hype from l- quite literally everyone who was in the arena. Um, overall, I thoroughly enjoyed this match. Um, I'm not sure ugh, if I would put it in a match of the year candidate just because I'm snobby alert. I've watched a lot of wrestling this year. That's not a snob alert. That's a genuine fact. You did watch a lot of wrestling this year. But man. You have a lot to compare it to, but it's still very good. And that's all that matters to me is that you thought it was good. I mean, huge takeaway from this. Shane Strickland going to be a star. We already knew that. Um, The superstar, Jake Atlas, needs to. I I am shocked that AEW has not has not signed him yet. Straight up. Straight up. Um, He's in. uh, Glenn talked to him about NXT. Yeah, that too. I'm just very shocked he has not been he has not been snatched up by someone yet. Um, but we'll see. We will see. I love how he came out and he looked all happy and was just like sheepishly waving. <laughs> I love these. Uh, well, it was so cute. He got a huge ovation and he was like, "Oh, what?" <laughs> it was yeah. very funny. Um, yeah, this this um, this match was really good. It showcased both guys a lot. I don't really have a lot of notes because I was trying to just I was trying to watch it. Um and critique it as much as I could because of all because of all the hype. I just wanted to make I just wanted to make sure that I was taking it all in because at one point I had to fast or I had to rewind because I found myself not paying attention as much as I should. But um, overall, fantastic match. Um, the glitter on his gear it super pops on camera. Yeah, and like, he- I did not I did not know like obviously his gear is always tootable. He is the unbootable Jake Atlas. <laughs> But he, the glitter, like, super pops. I loved it. Yeah. Um, it might even be rhinestones, which is even more amazing. Maybe. Um, this gear was also, it was pink, I believe, yes? Yes. Yeah, this, and, and long boys. He was wearing long boys. I haven't long seen him. Long boys. I don't think his, I've his, seen him. His royal blue long boys with the plaid and the glitter, those are my favorite. Yeah. Um, Jake Atlas, man. What a fucking talent. Just and his car, he probably has the best cartwheel in wrestling. Oh my god, yes. And he uses it in his finish, which we will talk about a little and bit. And he here. did like this twisty Rana boy. It was like I it was like supposed to be a Rana, but he did like this weird corkscrew twist with it too. Yes. And I was like, "What is this? Do it again." 
what the fuck? And then I think the commentator, one of the smart, one of the few smart things he said is, I guess he used to be a cheerleader. <laughs> Kevin, so that makes sense. Kevin Gill was the commentator on this. Um, I would, I would say maybe uh, this sounds like he did it post. Um, because usually, I mean, when I'm listening to Kevin Gill, I'm like, this dude is, he is Mr. Positivity, Mr. Into It. Um, but he's usually commentating like live. This seemed like it was tape taped so maybe a little uh little of it was um and actually also St. Marianne since you were there when was this Matt was this the main event uh I don't remember I just remember seeing that match and not remembering anything else for the rest of the night well, and mind you Kevin and I were there Kevin got to witness this I was like I'm so glad that you're you getting into indie wrestling includes this match yeah because it was so good but Kevin Gill consistently calling him the superstar Jake Atlas instead of just saying Atlas or Jake Atlas Every time. And then it made me think of that one WWE wrestler who always insisted that you called them by their full name. And I can't remember who it was. Oh, my God. Uh, I can't remember who it was either. They had like a the adjective in front of their name and you had to refer to it as all of them, not just their name. Ooh, that is not ringing a bell right now. But do you know what I mean, though, right? Yeah, 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 I do. Um, I, huh. lo- I love the um, rope as- assist stalling arm drag. I'm you sure, love those. Sure you know what I'm talking about. Um, I do. Just good stuff. Um, we had a really innovative uh, drop kick from the apron from Strickland at one point, which was great. And Strickland working over the goddamn knee, which is He drop kicked Atlas's knee, and it was so brutal. I think you can hear me go... I think you can hear me scream. Yeah. I think one thing... He was working over atlas's knee and i mean look i'm not a wrestler but i watched a lot of wrestling i kind of wish like if there's one nitpicky thing i kind of wish atlas has sold the knee a little bit because he went on a run and he was just like my knee's fine (laughs) and i'm like atlas yeah and i'm like this dude's kicking you in the knee a bunch no he was he was selling it consistently the whole time Uh, maybe i didn't maybe i wasn't paying attention as much as that's what because my note is the literal opposite of what you just said where is your note? Where is that? Right underneath a Strickland working over the goddamn knee. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Because I said a lot of times in wrestling, you see them work over something, but then they don't come back to it again. Like, it magically oh. is better, and then there's no follow-through, but yes. that's not the case. Right. Okay. Because I mistake. honestly think he really did jack up his knee, because he was limping Yeesh. when he came out. Uh, maybe he didn't want to sell it because he didn't want to j- try and hurt it further. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Um... Also, absolutely hilarious. Atlas's, uh, would you call it a spinning back kick? I think I would. It was beautiful. Uh, It doesn't matter. It it was perfect. And you can hear, and I swear if you go and watch this on YouTube, you can hear Marianne screaming. Am I, am I correct in believing that? The camera angle was just like chef's kiss. Yeah. Oh, they did a great job. Gorgeous. The entire combo section after that move was great. And I'm screaming through the whole thing of it. You can hear me mostly like not like like at the kick and then like shocked screaming. afterwards. (laughs) Right. Right. And I have a very distinct sounding scream. (laughs) If you've been to wrestling shows with me, mine can always be heard above others. Absolutely. Um, Depending on who's in the ring. uh, Atlas goes for the LGB DDT and Strickland super kicks him straight in the face and then double that was stomps so him. shocking i think you hear me scream at that part too. <laughs> he double stomps him onto the floor um and uh i think he also double stomps him in the ring yeah he does a, for a two He's just count. double stomping all over the place double stomping around the world um but atlas makes the comeback 
hits a hang, handspring cutter and then hits the LGB DDT. I actually didn't know what that move was called, and now that I know... I didn't either, and now I love it. It's it's the best. Um, and uh, Jake Atlas is your winner, and my last note is good shit. <laughs> I straight up started clapping and cheering, like, again, on yeah. top of my own screaming on the recording. This match was a lot of fun. I really suggest... Screamception, one might say. I suggest everybody go watch it. Uh, I... I don't know if I'm one of those people that's like, when I hear about how great a match is, that I'm like, well, I'm going to watch it more critically. Um, but I thought I thought this was a, a very good match. Um, Especially going to an APW show. Yes. And then seeing it live in like a tiny gym, and you're just like, this is great quality shit. Absolutely. Like, it, it, I think it shocked everyone. And if you, did you watch past the end of the match? I actually didn't know. You can tell how they knew after that match how good they did. Because they were both so emotional about it. Mm-hmm. And it was his first and last time being at APW. Shane Strickland. Wow, really? So it, yeah, he had never been. Huh. And then he, he like at his closing tour thing, that was the first and last time he had ever been there. And you could tell that he, even he was like, we just did something great. Yeah. And it was like super emotional and huggy and just everybody in the whole place was just like, oh, my God. (laughs) So I think it was like an atmosphere feeling thing, too. So I just loved it because I love Jake Atlas. Yeah. Um, We're going to move on to questions here. Um, I will say um, somebody just uh, tweeted out a screenshot from the AEW YouTube page. Um, And now that I say that before I get to that. They are going to weekly on YouTube, um, starting this week, do AEW Dark, and they are going to show all the dark matches on their YouTube for free. So it's like the dark mode on an iPhone? Um, Sure. (laughs) Sure. But with matches. Um, But the reason I brought that up is because the Jake Hager makes um, his debut um, is already at a million views. No way. It's at uh, 1,133,400. The most relevant that Jack Swagger's ever been. I mean, yeah, they'll make him relevant. That's for sure. Um, This is crazy. Uh, This is tweeted from um, Sean Ross, and he says, Impact has had some good ones over the past year, but um, none of them. Oh, they've, they've done pretty good. Impact's done pretty good with their videos. That's for sure. Um, and no, ROH has no videos over the past year that have hit 265K, much less 1 million. Um, so AEW looking, looking good, looking good so far. So let's get to some questions here. Um, also King of Trios is going on right now. Um, with Scott Steiner, Scott Steiner swore the first night. Uh, (laughs) I, I have not watched it yet, but, um, they, uh, Tonight, the other team brought out a Scott Steiner swear jar. Oh, my God. And he put his entire wallet in it and then apologized to the crowd, which is... At least there's that. It's just great. Like, good stuff. I'm very excited to to uh, sit down at some point. I got a back catalog um, a mile long here from my good friend Dan. Uh, I really just need to find the time to just sit down and watch all of this stuff. Um and then hopefully I can watch King of Trios. <laughs> that would be nice. Uh, let's see here. Let's get to some questions. Um, I posted this, I want to say, eight to ten minutes 
after uh, SmackDown went off the air. So we've got a lot of um, why is probably the people's most question of the week. Like, why did this happen? Um, That's just they think they can draw the money with that. So I don't know. Um, Also, another question is, do you prefer and this? This is an interesting question, Marianne. Do you prefer a 16 by 16 or a 20 by 20 wrestling ring? I thought you were talking about In-N-Out Burger Burgers. Oh, no. There's no way. I don't think either one of us could eat that much. <laughs> That's a lot. Um, I don't know. I don't, I, don't, I don't think I've... What is the PWG size one? That one, I believe, is a 16 by 16. And then how big was the AEW one? Oh, jeez. Um, that one also might be a 16 by 16. Actually, the PWG one might be 18 by 18. Do you know which I think Chikara is a 16 by 16. I, for the most part, um, I think somewhere in the middle of these two um, is is good. I just prefer a ring that doesn't, um, that won't hurt the wrestlers. Who is it that totally fucked up? That Was it Brody at Bola that like broke the ring? He didn't And break. there was like a huge lump in the middle. Did that happen? Yes. And then it somehow fixed itself, like that time the Young Bucks broke the ring and then fixed it oh, with another no. bump. I have no idea. I don't know. I didn't see. I was apparently was not paying attention to that. Um, last question from Mike here: Is Officer Magnum a good boy or the best boy? Are you familiar with Officer Magnum's work? That sounds really familiar. He's a little pup. He's a little dog. Little dog. Is it like Norbert? S- Solo dar- darling uh, has um, Officer Magnum. That's a great name. And he is, um, he's a little pup. Uh, I'm going to say he's, he's the best boy because he is, he is a... I don't know. Uh, have, you, have you seen Bo before? I don't know. Have I? Bo is, uh, Chuck, uh, excuse me, is Trent's dog. I don't think I have, but this dog's wearing a police hat, so... Bo looks ridiculous all the time. He also... I will find you pictures of Bo um, and also Dustin's dog, Walter. Walter? Walter. The name of the dog is Walter. Wow. Also, um, this dog has its own page on the <laughs> on the Chikara website, and every picture I've seen of this this is just the cutest pup of all time. I'm just very excited for the, a wrestling pup. More dogs in wrestling. Anyway, uh, up next we have Nick, <laughs> who says, "Real question this time. Jokes can leave the room for now. Uh, thoughts? Th- I guess so. Thoughts on the fiend." I know you guys don't watch weekly anymore. Uh, it's very true. Uh, but the reaction to the new Nasty Fiend Bray looks legit. The Firefly Funhouse promos seem to cover for old busted Bray's rambling hot topic nonsense promos. And he hasn't done a House of Horrors match yet. So, uh, Marianne, what, how do you feel about The Fiend? I don't know. I don't watch the product. So I, um, this is quite... Honestly, the only thing I go to YouTube to watch is every Bray Wyatt uh, Firefly Funhouse or um, anything with The Fiend. It is the only thing I go out of my way to watch on a weekly basis. I think they've they've done a really great job with it. I think the crowd is super into both characters of Bray Wyatt. Um, Do you think that'll last? Because remember, they were really into like, Bray Wyatt before. I think this one... Do you think this is, a, this is a character that can have some length to it? Yes, I really do. I really think we can... If they just if they keep doing what they're doing, I think it'll have some legs for quite a while. Um, 
I really enjoy it. Have you watched any of him doing the Sacramento, um, the rounds? He's been on a lot of news stations because Hell in a Cell is up there. You have to watch these, Marianne. They are hilarious. Oh, goodness. He, has been, he is being called um, Funhouse Bray Wyatt. That's like what they're referring to him as. And he's just, he's basically Funhouse Bray Wyatt, but in real life. God damn it. And it's amazing. You have to watch the one of him doing the weather where he he starts to do the weather, but then he messes up and he goes, and on Sunday, it's going to be cold. It's going to be a cold day in hell in the cell. And he starts laughing. It's really funny. <laughs> you should definitely go go check that out. He you does. can tell he's having fun with what he's doing. Yes. He's, he good. looks to be in. That's a, always the best. Yeah. He looks to be in a real good place. Um, so I am excited uh, for that for sure. Um, Chris asks, <laughs> and this is our last question on a scale. No, of, I have two more. Oh, you have two more. Yeah. All right. I'm sorry. Uh, Chris asks on a scale of one to 10, how mad was Marianne when best friends were not on AEW dynamite this week? I had a feeling they wouldn't be. Um, so I wasn't really surprised. Mm-hmm. I was more excited just to see the first thing and see if they had any sort of notice of them at all, which they didn't. So that would be the point that I was disappointed about. Right. That they didn't even have like any, like they weren't even in a promo thingy. They weren't, there wasn't even a video of them. There were nothing Uh like they should be in the opening, just hugging, you know, like something, something where my, my big dust gets nice things. Absolutely. But I don't, I wouldn't say that I was like poutingly pissed off, disappointed. I wasn't because I, I didn't figure that they would be on the first show, but yeah. Well, My love of them knows no bounds. So Absolutely. What are those other two questions? Okay, so Kevin asks, and he was drunk at this time. My God. Uh, how many steaks does Sable have to cook a week? Well, um, I mean, that would imply that Sable um, cooks for Brock Lesnar. <laughs> I think uh, at-home Brock Lesnar, um, he cooks. Do you really? Could you see Brock Lesnar in an apron? Yes. Really? Yeah, I could. And he's like, here, here you go, wife and children. Brock Lesnar apron cooking, cooking. Are you googling it? I'm googling it. Cooking with Brock Lesnar. That is a video from 2021. Um, I don't know exactly what what it, what it is. 2021 hasn't happened yet. I have 2012. Sorry. Um, this is a video from the future. There is a video of him. <laughs> In the ESP, oh my goodness, he served breakfast at, at the ESPN cafeteria. So confirmed, That's insane. confirmed that he has he has cooked food. Speaking of food, next question. I didn't want to ask this one because Jaron can do better than this. Right. Um, he has two questions. Um, first one is fast food mascot battle royale. Oh my god! Who wins? Burger King, the Colonel, Ronald McDonald, Shirley from Popeyes. Wendy's and the Foster's Freeze guy. Okay, first of all, I want to a- ask the st- I want to answer the steak question by saying I think Brock Lesnar eats fifteen steaks a week. There we go. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. That's what I think. Um, who do I think wins between all those? And I, I mean, this one's easy. It's it's Wendy from Wendy's. Come on. That wasn't even. Oh yeah, Wendy is in here. I was gonna say Wendy's better be in here. Yeah, because Wendy's would be the only one prepared for wrestling. Yes. Oh, good. Fair, fair point. Okay. Next question is it's uh, Randy Orton related. Randy Orton talked about during a Call of Duty stream that oh. he would love to work with Sammy Guevara. Would you want to see Randy Orton in AEW? And do you guys feel like he'd be a good fit? 
He also got caught saying the N-word during the stream. Oh, no. With a, with a, with a soft A. But it doesn't matter. <laughs> That's not good. Um, but also, not surprising. Do I think... I mean, those were the rumors, huh? Those were the rumors for a while um, that they were going to try and sign him. And he can do whatever the fuck he wants because he's Randy Orton. Very true. Would I want to see Randall in AEW? Um, Would you want to see a cardboard cutout of Randall in AEW? Absolutely. Uh, (laughs) Would I want to see actual... I don't know. Actual Randall? Yeah, I don't don't know, honestly. Um, I feel like it depends on how he's used. Like, honestly, if... If, he should be Sammy Guevara's dad. Yeah, that would be fine. I'd be fine with that. <laughs> um, I, sure, why not? Because I know he will be, he will, with at least this um, company, he will be treated a lot differently than he's treated in, in WWE. So I think that would be interesting. Why not? I think he would be a good fit because I heard he's really funny. Other than the N-word incident. <laughs> yes, which is not funny at all. But good And Lord. also he was on a Call of Duty stream. Well, I mean, but that's no excuse. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just saying some people get in like a weird mindset of... Right. Remember, do you remember in Up, Up, Down, Down where um, they had the FIFA tournament or when they were doing Rocket League and then Neville would just get like really belligerently angry? Yes. And I was like, that's me when I play Spyro. I was like, that's straight up me as I've never identified so much with Pac before in my life. My God. Like, <laughs> my. Video game me is not fun to be around. God. But, yeah. um, but I mean, sure, why not? Well, I wouldn't if it if it's the right angle. Let's put him in there. Why not? Not right now, though. Just like when his contract expires, he would have been an interesting member of this state. Man, could you imagine if he was a free agent and he showed up and just started? They should just RKOing? be an entire stable of former WWE guys. I mean, that's probably what's going to happen. Honestly, that's hilarious. All right. Is that it? Is that everything? Yep, that is it for right now, yes. Right. Um, So, you can uh, like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Tornado Tag Radio. You can follow me on Twitter at Sailor Moonsault, and you can follow John at JP Thrice. You can follow me at Sailor.Moonsault on Instagram, and you can follow John under the same name he is on Twitter. Yes. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, and now Spotify and SoundCloud as well. Uh, just search for Tornado Tag Radio. Please rate and review us as well. Head on over to notlg.spreadshirt.com. Buy one of our Tornado Tag Radio shirts. Uh, buy a mug. Buy a sweatshirt so you can wear still it. Still got to do a local talent. Still got to do a local talent. Um, yeah, there's just a lot of things that you can get over there at our Spreadshirt store. Uh, and head on over to TTR. Um, the Patreon page, patreon.com slash N-O-T-L-G. Support TTR and all of the other podcasts here on the Night of the Living Geeks Network. Uh, you we... can also just support me because I'm like $9,000 in debt right now. My God. Well, I mean. That's not a joke. That sounds like a whole I'm thing. 100% serious. It is It is not. I might have to cancel the WWE Network. Wow. I don't know if that will help, how much that will help, but I. I it he- won't. I hear you. Nine ninety nine. Um <laughs> Um, so that is it for us this week. Uh, join us again. Well, I mean, technically this week again. Um, I assume we're going to try and record. On- we love you so much. We're going to see you twice in yes. one week, Dan. We're going to try and record on Friday. Um, and uh, there's only one thing left to do. So, Marianne, if you will. Uh, shout out to Kevin shout for out his Kevin. SmackDown moment. Yes. Where yes. he was at SmackDown on Friday. I knew I told him we were going to mention this. 
but he sent me a video where it was Mustafa Ali's entrance, and it's just him screaming from the audience at SmackDown, oh my god, it's Hot Cop, Hot Cop, look at him, he's Hot Cop, he made the list. He also... And he sent it to me, and I was like, what a loyal listener. He also got his first name back. So good! He, he is once again whole. You just made and the list! Whole and hot. Hot and whole. Kind of like a hot pocket. So, Marianne, there's only one thing left to do, so if you will... Ring the bell! This has been a Night of the Living Geeks production. For more information and content, visit NOTLG.com.